We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome into Jack Ramsey's. I'm Danny Morang. Like, rate, review. Help us grow the show. Now that we have that all out of the way, Blazers win! That's probably the loudest I'm going to get here. Um, uh, I hosted the show solo today with no Dusty, and my throat is completely cooked, so I'm not going to talk that loud or try not to. Um, I'm already uh, going to have to uh, go in there and have some tea here in a minute. Um what a tremendously dumb and fun game. What a tremendously dumb and fun game. I love it. Absolutely love it. Let's kind of start from back to front, right? The Portland Trailblazers come into tonight's game and they go, all right, well, this is game four of a six-game road trip. You know what we're not going to do? We're not going to play a Yusuf Nurkic. We're not going to play Keon Johnson. We're not going to play Jeremy Grant. They may have legitimate knocks. May. But it was a good time to get them some rest. They leaned on uh, Nurk and Jeremy Grant with Damon Ant out. And I think it's a good place for them to kind of pivot there a little bit. Get them some rest against a reeling Hornets team that's not featuring LaMelo Ball. I mean, why not? Uh, And on the off chance that they were uh, a little too knocked uh, around or nicked up to play. It's a it's a good place to get them some rest. Uh, they're going to hop on the plane, head to uh, New Orleans, down to the Bayou, the Big Easy, take on CJ McCollum, Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson, and the New Orleans Pelicans. Hopefully they Pelicant win the game. Got them again. Um, but let's dive into the game, right? Uh, a first quarter that was ole, 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 ole. I talked about not doing anything with my throat and my voice, and I started singing. I'm an idiot. Uh, without further ado, uh, there was zero defense played by the Portland Trailblazers in the first quarter. Uh, it was a straight-line rim run for everyone, including Drew Eubanks on the other side of the floor, uh, who had a 10-point quarter. Scratch that one off your bingo board if you had Drew Eubanks' 10-point opening quarter with Damian Lillard and Amphrey Simons on the floor together. All right. All right. Interesting. Interesting. Didn't see that one coming, but hey, there you go. You take them as they come and you go with it. That's okay. 
Uh, the Hornets, I believe, started eight of an, eight of nine from the floor, if I remember correctly. Uh, and it was Dennis Smith Jr. It was Mason Plumley. It was Kelly Oubre. It was Terry Rozier. Everybody was getting something. The good news was Kelly Oubre hit a three early on, and when he hit that three, he decided that he was going to shoot more. Uh, Kelly Oubre decided he was going to continue to shoot, and that left the door open just a little bit. Um, he ended up going one of five in the quarter from three, and there's a little bit of uh, maybe false confidence there from Mr. Oubre. That continued out the night. But the Blazers were more than happy to, in game four, with six-game road trip, decide, you know it's a good idea right now? Just playing with them. Get in the open floor, play with them. Blazers shoot 10 of 21 in the quarter. The Hornets shoot 13 of 23. Uh, the flip side of this was the Hornets did hit a few threes, 4 of 11 in the quarter, uh, to kind of open some things up. Uh, the Blazers, three turnovers in the quarter, which I believe was their uh, low for this game. They they were just very bad when it came to turnovers. <laughs> Tonight's game, they had 14 in the remaining three quarters. Not great. Um but the Blazers did what they needed to kind of do in the first quarter to kind of keep things there. And we, I want to give Eubanks all the love because he was tremendous filling in for Yusuf Nurkic tonight on both ends of the floor. Uh, he had some turnover stuff because really he was put in positions where uh, they were forcing him to make a lot of decisions that he's not accustomed to making or normally asked to make. And that's fine. You, that's Again, that's like that's the that's trade-off of like, of a smart team is putting guys in those positions that aren't comfortable making those decisions on the move and on the run. And that's something we'll revisit here a little bit later. The other note, Shaden Sharp came in halfway through the first quarter and went three of four, one of two from three, uh, and scored seven points. You're like, all right, okay, Shaden. Just tremendous stuff from him. Uh, he's knocked down some pull-up jumpers, which – I was looking earlier. I want to say he's shooting around th- or was shooting around like 30-ish percent on pull-up jumpers, which not great, not great. But you can see the signs of like, oh, he can get that shot whenever he wants to. It's just not going. If he starts ever getting that shot going where he's like a 40-ish percent pull-up shooter, you like set that foundation for, oh, maybe he's a 44% pull-up shooter, and then it starts getting terrifying because he can get all the way to the rim and dunk on four people while also hitting a pull-up or driving and kicking. There's a lot of stuff that you kind of see there and go, huh, interesting, interesting. But we get in the second quarter. Blazers find their gear. Damian Lillard decides, I'm going to turn into a human flamethrower. Uh, five of seven from the field, three of four from three. Uh, after what was a really, really sloppy start to the period, they cleaned it up. They had five turnovers in the period. Um... We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. As good as Winslow was the other night against Miami, I thought his effect tonight was a little bit more muted. Uh, Trenton Watford was the guy who kind of came in and, and did the Justice Winslow stuff, and you started to see him in his first shift. Uh, not a ton in the box score. Um, I think he only had one assist and one rebound, but you could kind of see what they were trying to do with him. It was like, oh, okay, they're trying to keep the ball alive here. The story of that period was the Blazers found their three-point shooting. Uh, that's where you had the Ant and one, and then you had the Damian Lillard and one. And you go there go, ah, there we go. I'm sorry, that's in the third quarter. That was the uh, the Dame explosion and then the Anthony Simons back-to-backs. Um, it all blurs together right at the beginning, or right after the game for some reason. <laughs> but uh, Blazers closed that quarter out 33-23. Go into the half up, and you're like, okay, cool. And then the third quarter happens. In the third quarter, <laughs> it was a 19-2 run by the Hornets. And the Blazers could not find anything, anywhere. And you're like, oh, my sweet baby Jesus. They are not going to F around and find out against the Hornets, are they? I mean, they arrested Grant, they arrested Nurkic. This was kind of like, this was the roll of the dice. This was always something that could happen. And then you got rolling just a little bit. And you saw, and the big part of this is, and this is where the credit needs to be given on the front end of this, the Hornets went into zone halfway through the second quarter, a little bit more than halfway through the second quarter, and really stifled Portland. They came out of the half in that same zone, and they drove Portland nuts. Six turnovers in the quarter. Six turnovers in the quarter. Two for Eubanks, two for Dame. Uh, uncharacteristic. One for Watford, one for Winslow. So that's Watford, Eubanks, Winslow, Dame with the turnovers. Who among those guys is used to making quick read decisions all the time as a primary ball handler? Damian Lillard. Okay. Every now and then he's going to... He had one errant pass in this that was very sloppy. The other one was uh, a good read by the Hornets. Uh, They stepped to take it away, stripped the ball, and went the other way. The pushback here is that, that the Blazers figured it out deeper into the quarter where you had back-to-back four-point plays. And then you're sitting there going, yes, that's it. That's the ticket. That's how you cut into a lead. And the Blazers started getting going. They just started chunking away, chunking away, chunking away. They gave a little more of it back, but they got everything they kind of needed, and they ended up winning the quarter. 28-26, 28-26, as crazy as that was. The Blazers' defense clamps down. Hornets shoot 7 of 22 in the period. Interestingly enough, end up with five more shots in the Blazers and two more free throw attempts because of the turnovers. That is a difficult thing to overcome. A very, very difficult thing to overcome. You also had Shaden Sharp floating to the rim like, you wouldn't believe it was at halfway into the fourth quarter. So I say we should go get into the fourth quarter. 
you get into the fourth quarter, and it's an ugly game. It's a 1916 period. It got a little bit dicey there. The Blazers shoot 8 of 17 in the period. Ants 2 of 7, but you had the bench, and this was the story of the night. Uh, I should say the guys who are not normally starters are in the rotation right away. Uh, Eubanks, one of one. Watford, one of one. Shaden Sharp, two of two. And you, you, Josh Hart, two of three. You went uh, two for nine between Dame and Ant in the period, and you had a bunch of missed free throws. They were three of seven from the free throw line as far as icing the game goes. But the Blazers did what they needed to do, and what they needed to do was get the ball to Watford, Eubanks, and Sharp. And I should tip my hat as well, too, in the third quarter to Jabari Walker. The big big part of tonight's success outside of Damon Ant being those guys and Shaden Sharp having his best front-to-back game so far as a pro is the kids. And Sharp was in that group. Sharp gives you a tremendous night. Sharp gives you an absolutely tremendous night. 28 minutes, 7 of 10, 1 of 4 from 3, 2 of 2 from the line, 4 rebounds, 1 personal foul, no turnovers. He is a staggering plus 30 on a night the game goes plus 10 for the Blazers. Tremendous. Next guy in that plus minus column, plus 22 in 18 or 17 minutes and 34 seconds of action for Jabari Walker. Two points, I'm sorry, five points, two assists, three rebounds. Doesn't feel like much, but it felt like every time he made a play, it was an impactful one, including a three. He was incredibly effective for the couple bursts that he was out there for. I loved everything you saw from him tonight. I thought he was effective on the board. He gets got an offensive rebound that was uh, incredibly valuable in pushing the game out. Got some deflections. Got his hand in there to, to be disruptive. Uh, presented size on some Dennis Smith Jr. drives. There was a lot of stuff like that. Uh, Trenton Watford. Uh, the difference between Watford and Eubanks as far as like role men, Drew wants to catch and dunk, like take two steps, dunk. That's what he wants to do. He can... On that role, and Nurk's the same way. Neither one are great making plays on the move. It's It's a high-level skill. It's a, it's a, it's a, not only just a high level skill because that feels like I'm, I'm degrading them, because that's not what I want to do. It's, it's a different skill set. Making a pass with your feet set versus making a pass while on the run while the defense is adjusting is a different kind of still skill. One where Trendon Watford is better than both Nurk and Eubanks, and the key part of unlocking the Hornets defense when the Blazers got the ball moving a little bit more side to side into the middle of the floor causing the defense to collapse and then being able to swing, swing, or skip uh, to one one side to the other and get an open look after they loaded to one side was Trent and Watford making those decisions and unlocking it. He had a few mistakes early on, then once he figured out what they were doing, you saw him pause or delay or use his eyes or the one time when he decided, I'm going to pause and then straight line drive after Plumlee overcommits and throw down the dunk. Those are the adjustments you're getting from a second-year player in in Trenton Watford and then Shaden Sharp, who was kind of a zone buster at times by just attacking the rim. That's that's incredible for young guys. And you throw Jabari Walker in there, who we saw this in Summer League, who's just smart. He's just smart, and he figures it out. 
whatever he needs to do, cut on the backside, seal this guy, get big, play tall, uh, take a charge. He he said this at Summer League, and it was just so point, uh, so perfect and poignant for what he is, is that, hey, listen, there's only so many stars in the league, and there's only so many guys after this. I'm going to be a star in my role and be a role player. Chauncey Billups has a problem on his hand. It's a good problem to have, but they have 12 players that can play. This team needs a consolidation trade. It really does, but they also need to hold on to their youth. Uh, I do not envy Joe Cronin uh, over the next couple months when they try to figure this stuff out. I do not. That's our our, our wrap-up of the game in general, but I want to spend some time uh, particularly on Shaden Sharp. This was his best game as a pro so far. Uh, he ha- he was looking to dunk everything at all times. Every time there's a trans- uh, transition opportunity, he was trying to get in the mix. There was one where Josh Hart late in the game got the and one. Uh, Sharp looked at Hart like, hey, I was there. I just want you to know I was there. You got the and one, so I'm going to give it to you. But he he was almost not 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 pissed off, not irritated, but he was like, hey, I know you saw me there. I know you saw me there. Just saying. Just saying. Uh, Quick note again, also on Josh Hart. Josh Hart, 11 rebounds tonight. Two of nine for the field. You know, rough, rough shooting night. Oh, three from three. But like I said, you're never going to get cheated by Josh Hart. Five points, 11 boards. I believe the last time I looked, he's a career high in uh, rebounds and assists so far this season. So, uh, some notes again before I go back to Shaden Sharp. I know I'm all over the place right now. Another game when the Blazers get 50 points in the paint. 50 points in the paint. Where they struggled tonight, 12 fast break points. The Charlotte Hornets, 22. Uh, coming back to Shaden Sharp here, 35 bench points to 22 for Charlotte. 18 turnovers for the Blazers that led to 27 Hornets points. Yeesh. Uh, of those 18 turnovers, a lot of them were live ball turnovers. That's the problem. It's one thing to get an offensive foul or to get team turnovers. Live ball fouls, particularly off bad passes, are going to come back and bite them. They do that crap against the Pelicans. They will get rolled. Rolled. Like the cheapest blunt you've ever seen. They've got to figure that stuff out. They have got to figure it out. But I digress. Back to Shaden Sharp. Shaden is playing with a level of aggression and poise that you do not see in 19-year-olds. This is very uncommon unless they're a Paolo Bancaro or a guy like that, a John Morant. You don't see these guys who are one-and-dones or come from these academies or come out of these different places that aren't feature guys built around them to go do X, Y, and Z for Shaden Sharp to go from AAU slash EYBL basketball to the NBA with some practices against Ty Ty Washington and Oscar Shebway to the NBA and be this good. It's hard not to get too excited. I get it. I like, I'm not even going to stop people from running away from like the baby, like the baby Kobe, Baby Jordan, baby Brandon Roy, baby Vince Carter, whatever you want to big baby him. I don't care. Like, I'm not going to stop anybody more because the, the kid's got the juice. The kid's got the juice. It's it's pretty simple at this point. Uh, there's just got to be a way that you find to get a minute every single night. Every single night. He's going to have bad nights. 
He's going to have some stinkers, but he's also, when he does stuff, you're going to get blown away. Absolutely blown away. Did it three times tonight. Three times tonight where you're just like, okay. He catches the ball and just floats in midair, getting ready to throw it to the corner and decides last second, I'm going to go up off the glass right here and lay this in. It's, it's truly incredible. And that's just the offensive stuff. Defensively, I am... I am getting more and more pressed. Don't get me wrong. He's a, he's a rookie and he makes some mistakes and you see him. But here's the thing is that when he makes a mistake, he hustles back. He hustles back. And not even that, his hustle combined with his elite burst energy and, a, and a, I want to say like economy of motion, he's just there. So even when he gets out of position or if he makes a bad read or if he falls asleep for a split second, he gets there. He, well, he got a, I drew a charge tonight, ended up taking a blocking foul, I blink. He was just doing stuff that you don't see young kids do defensively. Like, it's one thing to gamble in passing lanes and get steals, but to jump out, top lock, realize what you need to, like, oh, I need to get back under this so that, you know, that this guy can't run the back cut on me. Uh, communicating in the zone. He got he was stuck fighting Nick Nick Richards, I want to say a half dozen times tonight. And the Hornets are trying to get in the ball, but Shaden's doing such a good job of fronting a guy who's six inches taller, 55, maybe 60 pounds heavier. Nick Richards is a dude physically. A dude. I had him at uh, Hoop Summit, what, three, four years ago? And it was like, the I am 12 birth certificate. What was that movie? The replacements, the uh, little kid uh, baseball movie or whatever it was. That's what Nick Richards looked like. Grown man. Jalen Duran before Jalen Duran, as far as a physical profile, like Nick Richards is, is a big, strong dude. And Shaden acquitted himself. Like he was, he was fighting in a phone booth, but, I mean, and fighting for his life, <laughs> to be honest. But he didn't give an inch. And that level of competitiveness, that level of fight, that's just something you're like, okay, okay. He's, he's like I said, he's got the juice. Um, Damon Ant continue to be tremendous. The, the, the biggest thing for those two as they continue to work stuff out, on ball, off ball, and zero turnovers tonight. Dame, six. That's an average of three apiece. Still not great. Uh, but you did get uh, 13 assists from them tonight, which is nice to see. Now, you got 28 of the team. Uh, the big one there, obviously, is Trenton getting six added to the list as well. Um, slight note, Shaden plus 30, Jabari plus 22, Trenton plus 16. Yeesh. Benchwarmers movie. Thank you. Um, what you're seeing from the primary creators from the Blazers is that tonight Ant gets up 18 shots. Dame gets up 16. If the Blazers are only have to rely on those guys to get up that many shots a night, Hart had nine, Sharp had 10, Eubank seven, Winslow five, Watford four, Walker three, Little three, 75 shots. <laughs> Here's the funny part. Because they had so many turnovers, <laughs> the Hornets took 91 shots. 16 more shots than the Blazers, and the Hornets only took one less free throw. 
Okay. So despite all that, they had very effective nights from Dame and Ant. And while Ant struggled from three, two for nine, and Dame did not, six of 12, Ant was five of nine on twos. And in the first half, I thought he settled for a lot of stuff. In the second half, there was some FU energy on his drives. Uh, obviously, he capped it off with that dunk at the end. But there was there was one, I believe, going into the half or right before the end of the third quarter where he just decided, it was after he airballed the three. He got an opportunity next time down the floor. He's like, I'm just going to get to the rim. I don't care. He kind of lost the handle a little bit, recovered, bodied a guy, shouldered a guy, and just pushed to the rim, pushed to the rim, got up, laid it up, and then kind of gave a little shoulder shrug flex. It was like, that was an, uh, a different Anthony Simons than we've seen. And we're, we've seen that the last couple of games. Um, I want to pull this up real quick to make sure I get it right. I, I've talked to Ant about this a lot over the last two years, the idea of feeling his way out during a game and how he goes about it. And he's learned from Damian Lillard. That's just how this is going to go. Um, and he's kind of a slow starter. But he is a burgeoning second half um, finisher. Right now, Ant is 19th in the league, tied with Ja Morant for most second half points. He's averaging 13 a game, shooting 45, 37, 95. Uh huh. He's in the same company with Luca, LeBron. Beal, like the, the the big jump uh, happens at uh, 15 with your top seven scores or second half scores are Giannis, Steph, Bain, KD, Kyrie, uh, SGA, and Donovan Mitchell. And those are obviously all higher scoring guys. But Ant's ability to kind of figure out what defenses do and then make the adjustment has been one of his signature moments or signature developments, I should say, this season. Ant is now averaging on the season 22-4-3. 22-4-3, shooting 43-36-83. His shooting splits are going to take a little time to come back up. Uh, there's also going to be some variance in a two of nine three point shooting game, but my point remains nonetheless. Every single night you're getting something from one or both of those guys, while everybody else is behind them uh, being incredibly effective. I somebody in the comments said Portland shot 29 of 41 from two. Yeah, that's where that 59 or 50 points in the paints come from. The Blazers have been really good about saying, hey, we can't live and die by the three. They were 11 of 34 tonight. That's 10 less threes than they took on average under under Stotts. I think in the last year, I'm trying to remember right, I think it was 44. They've changed their shot diet, and it allows them to recover in these instances where they go down on a 19-2 run from an opponent. If, you, if you're willing to work and you have the personnel, like if you look at their, their entire lineup tonight, Hart, Winslow, Eubanks, Dame, Simons, Sharp, Watford, Walker, Little. Every single one of those guys can either knock down a shot from the outside, can finish at the rim, or has some sort of ability to finish around the rim. Every one of them. 
And that's the, you're not just relying on Damon Ant to do everything or set the table for them. It was, it was impressive to see. Dog number 36, which I love seeing your name in the chat. Ant with the bleeping give me the ball back energy. Yes. Yes, that's exactly what it was. It was an F you, I'm going to get into the paint drive. 100%. 100%. Uh, I've seen a few people in the comments tonight talking about Nasir Little. <laughs> I don't... Nas finished with 5.6 rebounds. 2 or 3 from the field, 1 or 2 from 3. In I think he played the least amount of minutes tonight, everybody. Yes, 15-11. Which is something that Chauncey's just going to have to deal with. Because they need what Josh Hart brings, i.e. rebounding. Um, and Nas has the ability to be that guy, I think. He's just got to find that groove again. Again, he had six rebounds tonight. I think he's, what, second, third on the team in the rebounding tonight. Eubanks finished with eight, so yeah. He's got to find his way. He's just got to keep his head down and keep doing his thing. He continues to knock down threes. He hit that mid-range pull-up at the elbow. He's just doing everything he needs to do in the minutes that he's out there. Beyond that, kind of out of his control. He's just got to keep doing him. He's gonna keep. He's got to keep doing the things he needs to do in order to get those minutes. And when more minutes comes his way, he needs to deliver. That's the same thing is true for Trenton Watford. The same thing is true for Jabari Walker. To be fair, if Olivier Saar was healthy right now, I don't think we would be seeing Drew Eubanks getting the opportunities that he got early in the season. Saar looked pretty firmly like he had taken the backup center role. So if you get an opportunity and somebody goes down and you deliver, Chauncey's going to go back to you. It'll be interesting to see how Billups manages the Watford, Walker, Little, Hart, Winslow minutes. You've got five guys in two and a half spots to get them into. It's an interesting spot to end up in. Uh, the Portland Trailblazers are hitting the road. I mean, they're going to pack up and fly out here probably in about an hour from Charlotte. Uh, and they'll be on their way to New Orleans to take on the Pelicans. Uh, let me check. I know there were some injury stuff. Uh, let's see. New Orleans Pelicans injury report. Let's take a look. Do, 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 do. Come on. The NBA site takes forever to update. All right. So Nance was out tonight. Garrett Temple was out tonight. Otherwise, they're all healthy. Err. Err. That's a problem. So no more B.I. Knox. No more uh, uh, Zion Hips. No more. Uh, I think Herb Jones was banged up a little bit the other day. Or Trey Murphy, one of them. They had a weird lineup kind of going. What I'm saying is the Pelicans are healthy. The Blazers better get healthy real freaking quick. Otherwise, it can be a rough night. Uh, CJ continues to do CJ McCollum things. Zion continues to be an unstoppable force. I'm going to be very interested to see who the Blazers cover Zion with because they can't put Nurk on him, and I don't think anybody else is strong enough. You probably want to put Jeremy Grant on Brandon Ingram with his length. Uh, Dame and CJ going head-to-head. Obviously, this is going to be the first opportunity that those guys get to go at each other uh, with both healthy uh, on in a, opposing uniforms. Obviously, CJ was traded after Dame went down, so this is the first real matchup of them on the floor. So that's going to be an interesting thing. Uh, and 
how that all shakes out. Does Herb Jones end up picking up Dame? Does he end up picking up Ant? Does CJ get put on Ant? Where that all goes and how well they know each other, Larry Nance Jr. on the floor, if he plays, I should say, uh, and the matchup between Yusuf Nurkic, if he can go against Jonas Valanciunas, who's a guy who has, to be honest, kicked Nurk's ass in the past. Uh, it was very even early on in their careers. The last couple games and the last couple matchups, Jonas has been a problem for Nurk. Uh, so I'm glad he got his rest tonight because uh, he's going to need it. Valanciunas is going to make you work. Um, it's going to be interesting uh, what lineup they throw out there, how healthy they're going to be, and what they're going to go with. It's It's fun. This is a fun season. I hope everyone is enjoying this. Everything that's kind of transpired has been about as good as you could possibly imagine. If I go to NBA.com right now and I look at the standings, I believe the Portland Trailblazers have tied first. I'm sorry, the Jazz have played that one more game, so they have that game in hand. Uh, they are 9-3, and three, so the Blazers, apologies, are 8-3. and three and I'm sorry, the Jazz won tonight. They are now 10-3. and three. Good God, you're a machine. <laughs> the Blazers are tied for second with the Denver Nuggets at 8-3. and three. Uh, Obviously, tiebreaker against the Nuggets because they beat the crap out of them. Uh, what a weird spot this season has been. The Blazers are now going to have their opportunities to play the Dallas Mavericks, who are 6-4, and four, and the Pelicans, who are 5-5 five and five, um, on the backside of the strip. And I'll tell you what, they get those games. If, I mean, they get them both, my God. If they, if they have a 5-1 and one road trip, I might have to declare that they're better than I thought they were. <laughs> I'll be honest. Uh, if they get either of these games and they go four and two on this trip, I'll probably do it anyways. It's, it's a good spot to be. The Blazers continue to do things that are replicable, finishing at the rim, getting out in transition, consistent effort on defense, uh, giving multiple efforts in a possession, being willing to work for better shots, not settling on either end not letting go of the rope, not getting too far gone either way, uh, and also turning the ball over. That continues to be a very reliable thing to count on, as well as getting to the free throw line. And this is the first time uh, the Blazers have really uh, put an opponent on the line much to really to match them. 24 tonight uh, for the uh, Hornets, 25 for the Blazers. Although the foul count ended up being 22-19. Uh, Blazers only committing 19 fouls. It's just an interesting, interesting spot for the Blazers uh, and where they are. Uh, some quick housekeeping stuff. Uh, Sprague will join the show, the watch party tomorrow, and then the post game. Uh, Jack Ramsey's after dark will probably do. Uh, he had his anniversary yesterday and they had some stuff planned for today. So I'm going to wrap it up here because my voice is quickly fading. And I don't know if I'm doing a solo show tomorrow on the radio or not, so I need to make sure I've got my voice. Um, again, thank you all so, so very much. I love you. We appreciate you. And uh, thank you. Thank you all so, so very much. This has been awesome. I told you this is just so, so much fun. I'm going to say that over and over again just because I don't really know what else to say. It's truly a refreshing and fun season uh like rate review help us grow the show if you're watching live or you're watching replay on youtube please subscribe help us go 
Uh, our goal is to get to 5,000 by the end of the new year. I think we're just short of 4,300 right now. And with all our numbers, if we get a little bit of a spike, uh, we should reach uh, 5,000 by the end of the year, which would be a hell of a goal. Uh, we appreciate you all so very much. Share us with your friends, share us with family. Listen, instead of talking politics, when you talk Blazers during Thanksgiving, you mentioned Jack Ramsey's. Uh, I wish I could give you all virtual digital cards to hand out, but well, we're broke. So sorry. <laughs> But again, thank you all so very much. We'll catch you for the watch party tomorrow. If you want to be a part of the watch party, sign up for Jack Ramsey's uh, on the YouTube page and you'll get right in as you'll get the notifications and the links sent right to your email and or on Twitter. You can grab those. And if you're on the verified list, you should be able to get in without any problems. Other than that, have a wonderful, wonderful night, everybody. Take care. Talk soon. Bye. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.